It's Macy's Labor Day sale, so gear up as summer cools down with 30% off timeless looks from Levi's and specials like 30 to 50% off statement-making shoes for her and 60% off luggage from Samsonite and more. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and get an extra 20% off more great deals. Plus, Star Rewards members can earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Going on now. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to Angelscapes with host Nancy Smith, your direct connection to finding your soul's power and wisdom. Join Nancy, Akashic Medium, in this interactive show to explore tools and steps you can take to create peace, calm, and confidence in your life. So now, please welcome the host of Angelscapes, Nancy Smith. Hello, this is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. And I'm here to share with you the journey I took to my soul and show you the path you can take to access the power of your soul. It's time to plug into your soul's power. You can build a fulfilling partnership with your divinity, your own soul, and you can discover the powerful being you really are. And I'd like to show you how to do that. Each of these radio shows, we've kind of covered different aspects of living a spiritual life or having a spiritual power within your life, doing your regular daily life. And one of the aspects that is so, so, so important for you to know and something that really will show you you're truly not alone in your life is accessing angels in your life. Angels are an important group of beings that help us on our soul's life purpose. They also help us just on our humanity, our own human purpose. Angels were here before humanity was even started. So they're very ancient ancient beings and they're very close to source, very close to the creator. As a matter of fact, guardian angels are assigned to us before we are even born. So if you're kind of caught in a, an, a cycle of feeling that you're totally alone in your life and you want to kind of overcome that cycle, connecting to your angels or especially your guardian angel is key. It's important, it's very healing, very loving, and um, will will totally change perspectives. So today, we're going to have a guest uh, uh, who is very good with angels, knows a lot about angels, and her name is uh, Lori DuPage Sheridan. I always, it's Lori, Lori, I got your name right, Lori DuPage Sheridan. And uh, Lori, you got it. Lori is a professional psychic medium and angel intuitive, and her ability to deliver messages of love and comfort from the other side has touched people and audiences of all sizes. 
Whether in a private setting or a public event, Lori bridges the gap between this world and the next with clarity and compassion. If you ever worked with Lori, she's a very gentle, loving touch. She has a great sense of humor. She really has a, a knack for you know, getting you calm in your own little space so that you could hear those messages Spirit has to offer. She believes love and life are eternal. Her passion for uplifting others extends beyond spirit readings. Lori established Hope Ethereal in 2012. It's a center for spiritual, psychic, and mediumship developments in Norwell, Massachusetts. Um, educational programs are offered year-round to inspire and hope, um, just to inspire hope and, and have people have a deeper connection with the spirit world. So Lori also um, is belonging to the same church I do, the spirit, First Spiritual Church of Quinn's in Quincy, Massachusetts, and she um, frequently serves that church and other spiritual churches in the area. So she's really um, well-versed in standing in front of people to bring these messages of love through mediumship. So Lori also has a wonderful dialogue with her angels, and she teaches beautiful um, certification programs in an angel connection. And um, I'd like to bring her on here and have her start talking about how she first started to connect with the angels. Thank you, Nancy. It's so good to be here. Um, It's really an honor to be here chatting about the angels, but I think my relationship with the angels really started when I was a a kid. I was a young person and um, I definitely saw little lights or flashes of lights around me. And I think as a young person, we don't always know. Um, I knew it was the spirit world that was close, but um, I don't know that I actually understood what it was or who I was talking to, but there was definitely a sense of having angels or loved ones being close surrounding me as a young person. I can remember walking in nature and having these little conversations. And Uh um, as I got older, um, I definitely felt like I saw my guardian angel and have had different experiences um, really with angels um, from the spirit world, but also even perhaps in human form, you know, intervening or stepping in and helping to guide me on my spiritual path. So the relationship um, with angels is something that we all can have. You don't have to be particularly, um, you, you know, special or religious to have that type of connection. It's really the the first step is just asking the angels to come close and to show themselves to you, to invite them into your life. That's wonderful, Lori. So I have so many questions to ask you about. Tell me a story. What is your favorite um, story or, or your favorite first connection with one of those lights or one of those angelic beings that <clears throat> touched you, that, you know, something you remembered? Yeah, no, I mean... I think there's just so, like, not to sound weird, but there's so many connections <laughs> that are all around us all the time. And I think some of it is just starting to maybe pay attention to the different ways that our angels are talking to us and communicating with us. I mean, I have funny stories even today. I was getting ready for work, um, and literally I'm putting on my boots, I'm at home and I feel, I'm like, oh my God, how do I have a rock in my shoe? I haven't even left the house yet. And then I took off my shoe and there was a little penny when I dumped it out. It wasn't a rock at all. And I knew, um, that this was one of my angels or the spirit world just saying, hello, that we're with you. Everything's going to be okay. 
that type of thing. Oh, and so, wonderful. you know, I, there's stories of, you know, angels. I think people ask, are they funny? I mean, they use license plates. They use, you know, number sequences. There's so many different ways that they communicate. Um, and I've just been fortunate because I'm paying attention um, to, to be able to recognize, oh, they're talking to me and I trust what I get, you know. Um, I think that's really the big thing. Um, I see lights around people all the time. It almost looks like little lightning bugs or sparklers or things like this. And it's almost sometimes when you're not trying or you soften your eyes, but those are often ways that I know that people's angels and loved ones are near. Oh, that's lovely. So I'd like to start talking, and we might have to take a break before you finish, but what are angels? You said you are uh, paying attention to the different signs, and there's so many things that happen to us every single day. What are you looking for in those signs, and what is an angel? Uh, That's a great question. Well, I think of angels as really messengers between us and God. They certainly don't replace God. And again, um, as you mentioned in your opening, They are really noted throughout history and across religions. Some people even believe that some of the hieroglyphics of winged beings might even have been of angels, um, even in ancient times. So, um, you know, that's kind of the cool thing where we find these common threads of angels. But um, again, messengers between us and God. And I really feel like um, they're our teammates, so to speak, that they want to help us succeed that it's okay to ask for help. I think that's the big thing you talked about in your opening. Sometimes we're on a healing journey and we're feeling alone and we're not knowing where we can gain support. And I think the first step is knowing that it's okay to simply ask for help, that we can ask our angels um, to help us with our prayers and to send messages in that way. That sounds wonderful. We're going to go on a quick break, and I'd like to talk even more about this. Um, So you can access um, more information about Lori at HopeEthereal.com. That's H-O-P-E-E-T-H-E-R-E-A-L.com. And please do look her up on her website. It's a beautiful, beautiful website. And um, we're going, we are on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and this is Angelscapes, and I am your host, Nancy Smith. French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Chef Ouvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoub.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. And welcome back. You are listening to Angelscapes with Nancy Smith on BBM Global Network, also on TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. We are here with Lori Sheridan talking about angels, and we're going to start taking calls around 8.30 
And I'm looking forward to hearing from you. If you have any questions for Lori on angels or, or, some, or maybe a, a quick spot reading, you can call 866-451-1451. So Lori, we left off talking about what angels were and what signs that they can bring through numbers. And you talked about these little lights. Um, so how do we recognize the angels in our lives? What do they look like? Or, um, you know, just what makes you know that that's an angel helping you? Great question, Nancy. So I think it's important to uh, remember that angels are kind of like people in the sense that they can take a lot of different forms. And then they can appear in different ways to us. So um, a lot of the time, a majority of the time, uh, when we're connecting with angels or learning how to connect with our angels, um, we're actually seeing them in our mind's eye. So, um, and or the third eye is how we can think of that. So we're seeing them more clairvoyantly. And then, of course, there are some times where we can actually see them with the physical eye. Sometimes, um, you know, I've talked to a lot of students and people I've worked with over the years. It's just amazing how many phenomenal stories there are of angels showing themselves to people. And, you know, for everything from, you know, standing tall, taking up an entire room. I know I felt like I had an angel in my bedroom once looking over me. And also experiences where people say, you know, they were at a party or they were at a situation where maybe they didn't feel safe and they really felt the presence of an angel show themselves, um, show itself to them um, in that way. So I guess the first thing I try to um, ask people to do is just to recognize that a lot of the time you're going to experience your angel and you might experience them in the mind's eye. That's how you're seeing them rather Mm -hmm. than externally. Although, of course, you can see them externally as well, but maybe that's not quite as common. So I just want to kind of set that expectation. And then the other thing is when you're beginning to work with your angels and you're trying to have a relationship, like I said, the first thing is to invite them into your life, basically. Sometimes I even tell people to write a letter, write a letter to your angels asking them, you know what, I'd really like to meet you. I'd really like to get to know you. And please help me to begin to recognize your presence. Um, and you had mentioned, you know, we all have a guardian angel that works yeah, with us right. um, throughout mm-hmm. our life. And so um, guardian angels, and then there's also archangels. And um, guardian angels, for me, tend to kind of be a little bit smaller. I don't know how to say it versus <laughs> okay. like an archangel. just seems so much bigger energetically. But um, you might experience your angel as light. It might be a certain color that you see or feel. You might experience your angel where your angel's in glowing robes and maybe blonde hair. But the biggest thing is when we're starting to work with our angels is to get past the mind, which is saying, oh, I'm just making this up. It's beginning to relax and surrender and allowing yourself the freedom to trust the impressions that you're receiving Um, from the angelic realm and however you are experiencing your angel well you have to trust that that's exactly right for you Um, there are some common themes as far as archangels are considered omnipresent that means that they can work with multiple people at the same time so a lot of people might be working with archangel michael he's an angel of truth compassion my favorite guy i know the patron (laughs) 
police officer. Yeah. And then, but you know, um, maybe you're dealing, and so he's often seen with like a, a dark blue light, um, okay. dark blue indigo colors with him. And then you have like Archangel Raphael, who's the angel of healing. And a lot of people might see him, um, and Michael Austin, going back to him, has like a sword, you know. So there's some kind of common depictions that maybe you see Michael with blonde hair and somebody else sees him with brown hair. It doesn't matter. I would say you just have to trust your impression and how you're experiencing it. The biggest thing is beginning to form your own relationship with your angels and learning to recognize, oh, that's Michael that's coming close now. Or this Mm -hmm. is, you know, Raphael angel of healing or perhaps this is my guardian angel and that is just a process that happens over time but the more that you begin to invite them into your life the more that you begin to acknowledge some of the little signs or the different ways that you're recognizing their presence the more you begin to work with them um, the stronger that relationship becomes just like if you had a friend that you were meeting for the first time the more that you talk to them you know, the more that you work with them, right. the more you get to know them, the closer that relationship becomes. So, Lori, can so I ask you this question? Being yep. from a Catholic background and um, yep. trained to be terrified or feel less than spirit or God, and the angels are so much better, many people approach, approach the angels with fear or I'm not worthy. They don't open up to them. Um, talk to me a little bit about that. You don't have that sense of it at all when you talk about the angels. You're talking to them from a beautiful point of view. Thank you. Well, um, I love that you say that because I think a lot of us have been taught, um, you know, not to ask for things that we need or not to ask for help or that, yes, in some way that maybe we are lesser than or not worthy of um, receiving guidance and support in our spiritual journey. And I just simply don't believe that but I can certainly say my grandmother who is a Catholic I remember um you know she's like oh my god that's so selfish you know um <laughs> yep, so I remember yep. her saying that she was like oh my gosh Lori you know um oh my gosh so, um but it's just a totally um different way of looking at things I think if we take um if we're coming so first of all whenever we do something from a place of love and we're doing it with reverence um, and integrity and for the highest and best for everyone involved. I feel like there's nothing ever to feel guilty about that. Um, You know, it's not a sin to have things that we need. If I have um, money to pay my bills, uh, then I can be of greater service to God and the angels and helping others in my journey. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah, so just not um, not feeling bad about asking. And that comes with everything, because I really believe that the angels um, want our uplifting, that they want to support us, that they want us, they want to see us have what we need so that we can fulfill our greatest potential. And at the end of the day, for, for me, this single point is just to simply be of service. How can I be of service? Oh, that's that's terrific. That's wonderful. We're going to take another little break. I just can't hear enough about this. And um, when we come back, we'll hopefully we'll tell some more stories and talk a little bit more about angels. So anyway, we're going on break. 
And when we come back, we'll talk about the angels some more. And uh, we are on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. You can read more about some of this angel work in my book, Divine Love Affair and Akashic Journey, or you can go to my site, angelscapes.net, to read more or even schedule a reading. And don't forget to look up Lori at hopeetherial.com, H-O-P-E-E-T-H-E-R, EAL.com. And uh, we'll be right back. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is, in fact, a symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess How America Lost Self Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. The earliest human societies worshipped a female goddess. Little is known about this time because we did not always have a written recorded history. It was around 3100 BC when the Sumerians invented the first written language and everything that preceded this time is prehistory. The prehistorical record includes all of women's unwritten history from 30,000 BC to the time that men began achieving political power around 3000 BC. Male feminist artist Kimberly Berg maintains a strong position in educating and inspiring both men and women through his devotional art to the goddess in all women. Studying their history is paramount to understanding who women were and who they would become later living in a patriarchal society. To learn more about this important time in our history, go to www.isisrising.net. And welcome back. This is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. So we're going to take calls starting around 8.30. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And if you have any special questions for Lori while she's here, call in 866-451-1451. So we've been talking about angel. I just want angels, archangels and guardian angels. And I have a story I wanted to share, Lori. We could make some comments on it. But I um, had a really scary time in my life um, just a few years ago. And I was... um, going through cancer treatments and the first treatment um, you have to lay under this huge freaking machine it looks like a space thing's going to take you off to mars and um i was really scared and i i pray you know i say in my prayers trying to calm myself down because calm is better than panic um and there was this big white wall off to the left that I, um you have to keep yourself really still so i kind of could only see this big white wall left and this this like green silhouette started to appear on the wall and it was the shape of a of an angel and it was green and I was saying this prayer and the angel started to pray with me kind of changing the words a little bit and I felt this amazing calm come over me I wasn't struggling anymore and I, I said are you you know who are you and I feel like uh I felt like I was receiving the information that it was Archangel Raphael 
you know, I, that was one of the biggest and first and most biggest time I've ever had an angel actually show up for me. I mean, I wasn't seeing it in my eyes, mind's eye. I was watching it appear on the wall. So it's very, very exciting. I know you were saying that doesn't always happen to people. Angels come a lot of different ways, but wasn't that a really cool thing that happened? So what are some, what do you think of that? What do you think of some stories that other people have said. Oh, I think that's amazing, Nancy. I love that. I mean, that is so cool. But that is what people don't um, realize is the power of prayer is absolutely incredible. I think our angels are actually around us all the time. And in a moment when you so needed healing and the validation that everything was going to be okay, your angel was, well, one of your angels was able to manifest and really show themselves to you in a way that was meaningful and reassuring, letting you know that everything was going to be okay. I mean, that is incredible. And it's so, like, I've talked to so many people over the years, and I've just been blessed to get to hear some of their incredible stories. And the more that I hear these types of stories, it's just so inspiring and uplifting to me and really giving me faith, because sometimes people say, how can I believe in angels when I can't always see them? But the first step sometimes is just, you know, feeling with your heart and having faith. And then as we do that, um, you know, the angels begin to show themselves to us and it can be in so many different ways. So I just love that story. And I am uh, one. I'm so glad that you are healthy uh, at this time. And of course, that you were able to tell us that. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So so, uh, just starting it with the prayer and it was a simple prayer of just, um, I'm going to be okay, everything's all right, please be with me, um, to my spirit guides and to all those on the spirit side. And then um, I wasn't asking for anything, I was just praying. And here's the thing, you know, so, so this is my real, the next question is, how, how simple is it to just blend and ask for that help, you know, or just ask for that connection? It's a symbol of asking. That's that's yeah. literally it. People sometimes get caught up too, like, well, which angel am I working with? And you can definitely begin to work with different angels. But at the very least, it's simply just asking the angels for help to show themselves. I used to ask. I had, It's like crazy. I mean, there's so many different ways that they can work with us. Um, you know, years ago, I would tell the story, you know, my mother-in-law was coming to stay the weekend, so I made a joke. Oh, angels, I need your help. Please let us get through this weekend, you know. And then I remember walking into the living room and it was filled with that, like hundreds of lights. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was oh, filled Lord. with lights. Yeah. It was and and I just knew I was like, Okay, we're going to survive the weekend, you know, I always make this horrible <laughs> joke. But I mean, it's just funny. I'm like the angels they can use they can use humor. I mean Numbers is a way um, the angels can show themselves. 444 mm-hmm. is a common um, angel number. It's like thousands of angels are surrounding you at this time. I remember, so I'm from the Northeast, you know, so we, I buy Duncan. I go to Duncan, and I remember when, the only time I think I've ever gotten and I ordered um, my coffee and whatever I had, it was 444, and in the harsh <laughs> Boston accent, the girl was like, <laughs> When I uh, recently, this, I think like two years ago, I had 
lost a pet and we were looking for a new dog and I was asking the angels, oh, please help me find the right dog. It'll be the right fit for our family and so on and so forth. And, yeah. you know, this dog just kind of came in and I remember we were going to pick her up, the car right in front of us, the license plate said angels on it, you know? Oh my goodness. And so that's what I'm trying. Yeah, it's like they're all around us. So it's like, you know, yeah. you're asking me for one story. There's so many. <laughs> I don't mean to sound like, you know, like so yeah. many, but it's yeah. when we start to pay attention and that we are open and receptive that the angels can really truly begin to show themselves to us. And, you know, people want to know how can I deepen my connection? Number one, ask for the angels to begin to show themselves to you. And then you have to start paying attention. Okay. And, um, license plates, angels in the sky, um, (laughs) billboards that say angels, you know, (laughs) numbers, receipts. I mean, you have to start just paying attention to the different ways, you know, angels like anything with um, feathers. So, you know, feathers, I have a friend, yeah. every time yeah. she finds a white feather, she knows that, you know, it's also it's a symbol for her loved one, but that the angels are near, you know? Nice. And so it's just starting to pay attention. And then the lights, the angel lights is another really common one that I mentioned that people yeah. often report seeing or right. experiencing. Yeah. Do, do you ever ask for specific signs? Like, I don't know. I do. I absolutely do. Okay. So, Nate, well, we'll come back. Let's talk about signs when when we come back. So we're going to go on a break. And when we come back, we'll discuss angel signs. And then we will take... Start taking calls from listeners. You can call in 866-451-1451. You're listening to Angelscapes with Nancy Smith on BBM Global Network. Also, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. But you can also um, access old archived earlier sessions and listen to them again if you want. And I'll tell you more about that later. Going on break. Mike Zorick, a three-time California state champion in Greco-Roman wrestling at 114 pounds. Mike, blind since birth, was born in Hartford, Connecticut. He was a six-time national placer, including two seconds, two-thirds, and two-fourths. He also won the veteran spoke-style wrestling twice at 152 pounds. In all these tournaments, he was the only blind competitor. Nancy Zorick, a creative spirit whose talents have taken her to the stage and into galleries and exhibitions in several states. Her father, a commercial artist who shared his instruments with his daughter and helped her fine-tune her natural abilities, influenced her decision to follow in his footsteps. Ms. Zorick has enjoyed a fruitful career doing what she loves. Listen Saturday mornings at 12 Eastern for The Nancy and Mike Show for heartwarming stories and interesting talk on the BBM Global Network. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, 
balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. Empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it. And welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Angelscapes. I'm your host. We're taking calls now, 866-451-1451. We're live with Lori Dupre Sheridan talking about angels and angel signs. And did I hear that we have a caller on the line? Is anybody there? Well, maybe later you can hear you. I can't hear you now. But Lori, let's talk about signs. Um Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So signs. Let's have fun. So I think you would ask, do you ever ask for a specific sign? I do that all the time. <laughs> so um, I think years ago, I actually read a book about signs and how to ask for them. And so um, you're just starting to kind of work with the angels and working with this concept of asking for signs. I always say you are more empowered when you write it down because it's like taking a thought that's just energy mm-hmm. and when you put it on paper it makes it more concrete oh, a good idea so, and yeah. Initially, yeah so initially when i started asking for and then the more you practice it you don't always have to write it down um i don't know how it just comes over time but when i first started um asking for signs um, you know, I would ask for, okay, you know, this is, give me a sign if this is like either for my highest and best or if you're around me or give me some validation of your presence. So you can definitely ask the angel for something specific. So, and me um, being sometimes a crazy person, I would ask to see the sign three times, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, you know, I'd ask for a rose, for example, and I always tell the story. Um, I had asked for a rose for a sign and I was on the train on the T commuting to work. And I remember I'm sitting next to this lady and her whole outfit is covered in roses. So I was like, oh my okay, gosh. okay that's number one. <laughs> I get off the train and I walk into work and I happen to be behind somebody who was wearing a rose bowl hat. Okay. So there's the rose on his hat and I'm like, sign number two. two? And then when I got to work, you know, one of the first signs that comes on the radio is something like every rose has a thorn or something like this, right? And so that was my three signs. So when I ask for signs, I usually will be specific in what it is that I'm looking for. And I will ask the angels to give it to me within 24 hours or less. I usually put a time frame on it because I don't want to be spending a whole week you know, wondering, I, I guess I like efficiency. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But I usually say within 24 hours or less, you know, give me a sign or a validation. And I have, I definitely will be specific as, as to the sign so that I'm looking for. I think people sometimes think if I ask for a rose, that somebody's going to come up and hand me a rose, you know, but um, yeah. it's recognizing that that rose can come in different forms. I could meet somebody named Rose. I could get a postcard in the mail with a rose on it. You see what I'm saying? So yep, it's yep. really just being open-minded as to the way that we're able to receive those signs. Yeah? Right. 
Yeah. So I think we have a caller. Can the uh, who's there for the caller? You say Hi, your name. Nina. Nina, how are Nina? you? Nina, I'm where well, are you calling? Good. Where are you calling from, uh, Nina? Marble, Massachusetts. Oh, thanks. Wonderful. So what is your question? Do you have a question for Lori? I do, actually. Um, so I'm at the beginning of my mediumship um, journey, and um, I'm scared. Like, I really want to be able to do this professionally and um, and serve to the best of my ability in the way that they would want me to serve, but I'm almost afraid to take, um, like, the next step or just do it. Hmm. Lori, you want a good question? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know what? I have to say, with mediumship um, and working with the spirit world, um, uh, I can give you my opinion. Um, and my opinion is that, you know, when we're working uh, with the bereaved um, and people who have experienced loss, you know, it is actually a really big responsibility. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you. I think sometimes people are in a hurry or in a rush. And there's a piece of me that would say, what's the rush? You know, slow down. Um, I think letting the spirit world know that, um, you know, this is something you're interested in. But I have to be honest, there's so many, like, caveats to this because the soul, like, Part of your purpose has to actually be to, just to be a medium and to be of service in that way. So it's not something you choose. It's something that chooses you. It's a calling, so to speak, okay? And sometimes it's waking up to that calling, um, waking up um, to the nudge of the soul or the spirit world to be of service in that way. And I have to say, if that truly is what you're meant to do, then the spirit world, and, and you're putting yourself out there to be of service in that capacity, the spirit world will create those opportunities. They'll open the doors for you to do it, if that makes sense. So I'm just always cautious, though, because sometimes, you know, we, we see people, and Nancy, I know you're a medium as well. Right, and you right. a lot of people, and you're wonderful. And we see people taking classes. And maybe after a class, all of a sudden, they're ready, they're putting their shingle out or, you know, getting their business card. And I just really want to caution people that the journey of mediumship, again, it's a lifetime of service and dedication and truly unfoldment. You know, I don't think that, um, you know, I'm constantly learning. Nancy, do you feel that yeah. you're constantly learning? Yeah. I do. And I have to say, Nina, I just wanted to, I'm going to jump in here and say that when I was studying mediumship, I studied for about seven, six, seven years before I started to do it publicly. In the classes that I took were some of the most amazing readings I've ever had in my life. But secondly, um, part of the classes we were, we had to get up in front of uh, people and give what we call platform readings. And I was terrified, absolutely terrified of what, what to do until... I realized that this was about having relationship with spirit um, and spirit comes from a source of undivine of um, undivine. What am I saying? Divine unconditional love. And it's building that relationship with spirit um, and with the angels that tells us what our next step is. So um, Archangel Gabriel comes to mind as the messenger 
And um, and Archangel Uriel comes into mind as the transformation, information that will transform your life. So building, um, and I'm sure, Laura, you could attest to this, is building a relationship with, say, the angels as your spirit guides or your spirit teachers. Archangel Ezreal is the angel of death. Also, those are my three people, go-to angels. Once I started working with them, I calmed down. And I felt that connection. So when I got up in front of people or when I brought in messages, I was with a powerhouse of spirit. And that's your next step is to get that powerhouse of spirit so that you're not standing up there thinking you're alone. Um, that uh, I have to, we have to, it's my soapbox thing. So I have to, we have to go on break. And um, when we come back, we'll continue to talk. Nina, I hope um, this answered your question. If you want to talk more, that's great. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network. And this is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith. And um, you can call, we're taking calls now, 866-451-1451. Thank you. Tune into It's All About You with host Dr. Martha Latz, a lively weekly broadcast on BBM Global Network, one of the most empowering shows for time-starved, overscheduled multitaskers. The professional expertise of Dr. Latz is directly available live every Thursday at 1 p.m. to answer and address concerns about relationships, life transitions of career, meeting, dating, and committed relationships. It's All About You with Dr. Latz will expand your understanding of current and concerns across your relationships by broadening and expanding possible solutions in developing skills for mutually desired outcomes. Dr. Martha's expertise is as a licensed marriage and family therapist, life, transition coach, and all things to do with communication at work, home, and with friends. Check out her website at auniquetherapycenter.com. Dr. R.C. will share extraordinary resources and services that promote educational success as well as making a difference in the lives of all social workers as well as the lives of children, adolescents, and teens of today. She will have open discussions addressing many of the issues that we face about our youth and how being employed in the uniquely skilled profession of social work for over 18 years has taught invaluable lessons through her personal experiences. She will also provide real-life facts, examples, and personal stories that will confirm that why serving as a child advocate is extremely beneficial when addressing the needs of the whole child. Listen live Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern on the BBM Global Network and tune in radio as Dr. R.C. will provide thought-provoking information that will empower, encourage, and strengthen students, families, and communities across our nation. You can also visit her at soarwithkatie.com. And welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network, TuneIn Radio. And this is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith. So we've been talking about angels. We've been talking a little bit about mediumship. And Lori, do you have something you want to add to that conversation we just had earlier? Yeah, I just wanted to say, one, Nancy, beautiful job. Those are all the angels I would recommend. Um, and I just wanted to say, um, Nina, I pulled an angel card for you, um, and so the first thing was, was actually it's the door to romance card, but it was all about hearts and love. So just keep staying heart-centered and focused on love and helping others, um, and I know that if your journey is to be um, to help people as a medium, that the spirit world will create that 
And I also got divine order. So just trust that everything is unfolding exactly as it's meant to at this time. And, you know, you feel that call in your soul um, because you also got, you know what to do. So it just, you have to just keep listening to your soul. And as you tune into yourself and it's like what you seek is seeking you. So, you know, if that really is the calling of your soul, the spirit world will most definitely continue to open doors in support of your service uh, as a medium. So tons of love to you. And thank you so much for calling in today. Definitely. Thank you, Nina. We have another caller. Who's who's calling? I think I hear somebody. Is someone there? Just tell me your name and where you're from. Well, maybe they'll come back. So, Lori, beautiful, beautiful message to Nina. Um, and as we, we talk... What, was there anything you want to add about um, the mediumship of the connections angels can make in, in something like a mediumship, which is, which is really connecting with people, with their loved ones, and they're usually in grief or they're usually in some kind of transition? So uh, I'm not 100% sure that I understood the question, but I'll answer it as I understood it and feel free to ask me more so, okay? Um, So I was going to say, first and foremost, I really look at working with the angels and the angelic realm very much as very mediumistic because truly you're using the same senses. You're feeling, seeing, hearing, and knowing, and in many ways you're kind of growing up. Um, so to speak, um, you're elevating or your energy is shifting to have an awareness of the angels as they come close to you, okay? So, mm-hmm. um, and it's really just, it's using those tools, so to speak. I loved what you said with mediumship, um, uh, Azrael, Archangel Azrael is known as, um, it sounds really kind of scary, the angel of death. I know, um, right? Really, sorry about that. Um, yeah. It sounds very scary. I'm like, oh my goodness. But Azrael is really, um, for those who are grieving at this time, he's definitely an angel that you could call in to ask to help lift your spirits, to help ease um, and send you comfort during um, a time of grief or a difficult time. Um, and the angels, again, all we have to do is ask, you know, and even if you didn't feel like you, you knew that that angel was with you, by simply asking, it's done. The angels show up. They're never not going to be there for you, even if you don't feel that you can see them. You know, it's kind of like when people say, well, I don't feel the presence of my mother, even though she passed. A lot of times they're still there. Um, It just might mean that maybe just haven't yet, so to speak, you know. And Mm -hmm. so it's just keep asking and keep trying. And then sometimes, again, it's just having that, that faith. And sometimes things that we can't always see with the physical eye, but yet in our heart we know that comfort and healing is being sent to us in that time. And remember that the angels can send support to us in so many different forms, even in the forms of human humans. So let's just say I asked for help or I'm going through a difficult time and then out of the blue, a friend calls me or a friend stops by to check on me or something nice comes in the mail. Do you see what I'm saying? So there's mm-hmm. all these different ways that the angels can send support to us. And again, it's just saying, thank you. The more that we acknowledge what we receive, the more that it opens our heart to receive more. It opens the door. Oh, that's beautiful. Is that what you would call an earth angel? So what are earth angels? Say that again. 
Oh, what Earth are Earth Angels? Uh, Earth Angels, I yeah. like to think, yeah, no, so um, Earth Angels, so first and foremost, um, I think, you know, definitely in times of um, distress or where our um, lives might be in danger, that there can certainly be the manifestation of a, in a physical form of an angel that looks like a human showing up to help save us or to usher us um, somewhere where we are safe, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I can think of back in the day, I'm not going to give my age. <laughs> this is so okay, sh- everyone, yeah. Yes. I remember being a kid and I was riding with my grandmother and uh, I actually grew up in Oregon and we were so lost oh my god Um, we were like lost for hours and I remember we had pulled over and a guy my my grandmother was like roll up your windows, lock your doors (laughs) we didn't know where the stranger was but I in that moment he helped us find our way. It was a dark night. We didn't know where we were. We could there was no access to a phone or anything like that. And he literally helped us find our way after being lost for hours. And to me, I know in my heart, I have always thought that he was an angel that showed up for us to help us it's find gorgeous, our way. Home. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Okay? Gorgeous. Yeah. So yeah. That's the kind of stuff where and then the other thing that I really want to inspire and uplift other people to be thinking about is that we can be angels for others, you know? So how can we be angels? Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that in uh, in a second. But, um, yeah, I like that idea of how can we be angels for other people and allow the angels maybe to inspire us to to do something we weren't quite thinking about. They work work through through us. us. Absolutely. Yeah, following that intention. So uh, we're going to go on a break now. Oh, this is going so fast. This is so much fun. You're listening to Angelscapes with Nancy Smith on BBM and Lori Sheridan on BBM Global Network. Also, tune in radio, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And you can listen to the recordings of this program or earlier programs on uh, Soul Power Living on boldbravemedia.com slash shows slash angelscapes. And we'll be right back. The opiate epidemic has reached crisis levels, and with so many families affected by addiction, opiate-related drug overdoses, and death, the time is now to have a real constructive conversation about addiction that could lead to better prevention, treatment, and recovery. Alan Charles, author and keynote speaker on drug abuse and prevention, presents The Alan Charles Show. Alan brings a message of hope, sharing his unbelievable story of surviving a 24-year addiction to cocaine and highlights from his memoir, Walking Out the Other Side, an addict's journey from loneliness to life. His raw honesty and courageous heart breaks the stigma of addiction and offers a unique perspective into the mind of an addict. Join Alan each week as he brings his listeners to a true understanding of the grip of addiction. It is only with this understanding that we can begin to heal. The Alan Charles Show, Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on the BBM Global Network. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.BetterHomeAndGarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website BetterHomeAndGarden.com 
BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor covering, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. And welcome back. This is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. We are winding down this episode about angels with, with Lori Sheridan. And um, just before uh, I lose a minute, I just want to say next week when we come back, um, we're going to be talking about working with um, your spirit guides and the angels as teachers in your life. So, Lori, what are some of your last thoughts before we have to go? So... I think it's really important, again, I want to just leave the idea that each of us can be an angel in our own way. You know, you see somebody um, and they're crying, stopping to ask, are you okay? Um, You're going in the supermarket and you see somebody struggling and maybe you buy their groceries for them, okay? Maybe it's a coffee, you know, you're going through Dunkin' and you treat somebody to a coffee. But it's these little gestures of kindness that can inspire such healing and hope for the lives that they touch. And it's those ripple effects because, you know, when we touch one person, it's not just one. It's everyone that they come in contact and so on and so forth. So to realize that kindness, um, that we can truly help others with our deeds and our thoughts and make a difference is a really powerful tool. And then lastly, people are always asking, you know, what can I do? How do I build that relationship with my angels? So one, you're going to invite them in. Two, you're going to write a letter and say, angels, help me to get to know you. Three, I would say keep a journal. Start to journal your experiences, all the things, all the different ways that the angels begin to show themselves to you. Um, And as you acknowledge it, the more you will receive. I always say meditate. You can do a meet your guardian angel meditation online. Uh, YouTube has plenty of free ones. Spend time in nature. Look for signs of your angels around you in nature. Wings and trees, um, butterflies, feathers. Pay attention again to those angel lights. But it's, it's the more we acknowledge them, the more they show themselves. And then the other big tool is using angel cards, angel oracle cards. Um, with different decks, we can begin to recognize, oh, Gabriel's with me a lot, you know, um, or Ariel or Michael's working with me. But one of, that was one of the bigger tools that I used when I was first starting that helped me to recognize, oh, these are the different angels and these are the aspects of their lives um, or of my life that they can help me with healing, career, love, relationship. And as I then became aware of the different aspects that they were helping me with, I could then call on them when I needed them. So if I had a big meeting that required communication, or I was really stressed, or I had to have a conversation with a family member, I could call on um, Archangel Gabriel, Angel of Communication, to help me to do that with love and compassion. And wonderful. Give me the words to say what I need to say. Yeah, you know, wonderful. Um, yeah. And so it's just starting the journey. I know the big angel gurus out there with a lot of great books out there right now. 
include Kyle Gray, K-Y-L-E Gray, G-R-A-Y. And then Radley Valentine um, is also considered a leader right now in um, Angels. And both of them have their own books and decks. So there's a ton of great stuff out there. And you just have to ask, you could even just say Angels. Guys, just help me. Guys, so we have, yeah. I just want to sneak something in here. We have 30 seconds left. Lori and I are going to be um, in a special event Saturday, February 22nd from 7 to 9. It's going to be in Hanover, Massachusetts. It's an evening of spirit messages and spirit arts. It'll be mediumship, and you'll see me sketch the mediumship connection. So um, to find this event, more information to buy tickets, if you are local and you're around Hanover, you go to hopeetherial.com, H-O-P-E-E-T-H-E-R-E-A-L.com, and look under the events tab. This should be a really fun, and it's a very special event because of pulling out, you know, the drawing, which you don't usually see with mediumship. And I also wanted to say, um, again, please look up Lori. She's been a wonderful, wonderful guest. She's very, has a center and she has a lot of really good things to share. Hopeetherial.com is Lori's website. And then I'm Nancy Smith, angelscapes.net. And um, this show again is recorded. So you can find the archives on boldbravemedia.com under angelscapes or Tuesday night channel 100. And um, you could read more about me at angelscapes.net or you can look for me on Facebook, Nancy of Angelscapes. And uh, Lori, where could we find you on Facebook? Um, Lori Sheridan, Spirit Medium. All <laughs> well, right. Thank you Lori. so much, Nancy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're so welcome. It's wonderful to have you, Lori. And uh, for now, I bid you discover your soul, find your power, and live a joyful and fulfilled life with the angels. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This has been Angelscapes with host Nancy Smith. Tune in each week as Nancy discusses ideas, tips, and lessons to help you open to receive divine love, joy, and soul power in your life. You can discover the powerful being you really are right here on Nancy Smith's Angelscapes. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.